Hello and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week, I'm joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Rass, our resident TV critics, who will keep you right on the road to viewing success. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week Alex previews Nali, a new series coming to ITVX this week. And finally we go back to the future to tell you about a programme you may have missed when it first aired or streamed. Stephen has been delving into Netflix's back catalogue and this week brings us up to speed on Criminal. Hi Alex and Stephen, have we all calmed down after the Oscars excitement last week? Um, although yeah, there was some... More or less. Yeah, more or less. Uh, there's been some controversy around Andrea Riseborough's to Leslie nomination. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, it was, um, they, w- they were reviewing it to see if she'd broken any rules. Uh, they announced this morning that she hadn't, uh, which is good. Okay. It's the kind of campaigning thing they're looking at. Yeah, I, I think, slightly cynically, it's because um, the, the way they campaign for these Oscars normally is, is quite an expensive thing. And so the fact okay. that she's done it in a comparatively... Like sort of Free cheaper, manner. yeah, word of mouth yeah. kind of thing. I think the the powers that be are sort of worried about, uh, you know, other people doing the same and not, yeah, where that might go in future. But yes, oh, that's interesting. It, it does sort of show how relatively yeah. meaningless these like prestigious totally, awards totally. are. If like you win based on like how much money you spend, you know, like. Mm. Yeah, like that. That's how they win elections in America. It's just the person with the biggest mm-hmm. finances. Oh, yeah. And now it's like the award shows. It's not how good the film is. It's just whether it's been yeah. sponsored Almost, by the right. Um, oh, Stephen, don't don't become more cynical. Don't become more cynical. It's okay. It's fine. It's still yeah. magical. <laughs> well, Disney, Disney will just win the yeah. awards. Well, now, well she it? might almost be in a better position to win it now, maybe because that might. Um, sort of bring more people to her side like the yeah. actors yeah. branch sort of saying no we we're kind of independent we make our own choices and we yeah. we, do, we do back yeah. her uh, and so it's that'd be interesting to see it's almost like she's the most organic nomination yeah. you know not forced or or sponsored or whatever you know so maybe this is a turning point you know you'd yeah. be surprised I, I suppose it has made me really want to watch two Leslie because yeah. mm. I've not heard about the film and the film sounds really yeah, good yeah 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 so. That 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 would be certainly be interesting. Uh, we need to find out where it's on and uh, go and check that out. So, yeah. So tell us. I think it's on Apple oh, is it? TV. Oh, okay. Well done, Stephen. Um, getting encyclopedic there in your where to find things to watch. Okay. Um, so what have you guys been watching, Stephen? Yeah. So I um, I started Deep Fit Never mm, Was. I love the the pictures we had last week for social media, like Kim Kardashian yeah. in like. Is she a bus inspector or something? She's got like a, a shirt and yeah, tie and a, a and her high vis. It's hilarious. The picture was hilarious. I didn't see the program. Go on, sorry. It was basically what what I thought it would be. It was just a, a completely rested on the gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> like, so obviously these celebrities deep fakes are used. Regular actors have Kim Kardashian, Idris Elba, Ariana Grande, Conor McGregor, etc. Deep faked onto them and then they all have disputes um basically it's like a, a, a mickey take out of those neighbor oh, programs yeah. that you'd see on like five usa yeah. and things yeah. like that but like just 
unbearably unfunny. Just is it um, like like quite written for the internet? Would you say like they've got that um, Tom Holland and Nicki Minaj thing, which was a meme two or three years ago? Is it all like that? Or? A lot of it. A lot of the jokes are just yeah things that these celebrities went viral for. So there's like a bit where Ariana Grande like is eating a donut um, and then she like licks the donut and then puts it down. Current reference. A few years ago, a few years ago, she got into a lot of online heat over going to a donut shop and licking donuts and not oh, buying God. it. Um, so like, there's probably, cause I'm not that into celebrity culture. It sounds completely inane. I'm just, sorry. It just sounds like, yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it probably went over my head anyway, but like, I mean, there's a bit where Ariana Grande says like, oh, and, th- and then he rang the doorbell seven times and then looks at the camera and goes, seven rings. Wow. And it's it's a bit a bit forced um, and not funny, but really um, sort of existentially scary because the, like, the deep fakes are pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Like there will be some people online that will see clips from it and be like, I can't believe Idris Elba was getting really upset at Kim Kardashian yeah. because she was getting in the way of his garden. <laughs> um, but it was, it was, yeah. I didn't watch more than the first okay. episode because it was just, okay. yeah. So maybe uh, we did that. have that on screen Babel weekend watch last week, so we're maybe uh, recanting that. Maybe don't watch it. Formal apology. I would, I would recommend watching the first episode just to see how, how good the deep okay, yeah. fakes mm-hmm. are. Cool, but. Aside from that, it's not worth anything. Okay. But anything else this week or just that one episode of Deep Fake? Imagine if well, you only watched yeah, one episode one episode of TV this week. That would I be watched shocking. something a bit more highbrow. It's, yeah. it's less um, TV related, but more mm. sort of Oscars themed going back to last week. I watched mm. two foreign films that were both nominated for Best International Film and weirdly mm. both starred Madge Mickelson. Mm. Um, I watched The Hunt, which was nominated around... 2010 sort of time and then another round Mads Mikkelsen plays a teacher who is sort of complacent and a bit I don't know he's not really happy with where he's at in life and he goes out for a meal with his um, teacher friends and they come up with the idea to basically spend their entire working day slightly pissed so they just they keep their blood alcohol level at 0.5% or 0.05% whatever it is um, in order to sort of improve their working life. And then obviously at some point it goes a bit off the rails and it was, it was billed as a comedy drama and it, it is really funny, but it gets really heavy. I can't point. Yeah. It's like a much more drama than comedy overall, I would say, but really, really good. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. We had just a little problem with Stephen's microphone there and we're, we're back. Stephen, I was going to ask you this another round. It's a British film. Is that right? No, no, it's um, Danish. Danish. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And um, it was last year's best international picture winner. Yeah. <laughs> so well done. Another round. Where yeah. did you watch it? Sorry. I watched it on Netflix. Okay, cool. I'm going to check that out some weekend. I feel like I could identify with people who need to top their blood alcohol level up all day. <laughs> um, not because I'm a teacher, but because I have children. So there's something probably in common mm. there. Okay, cool. What about you, Alex? What's been going on in your TV screen? A few different things. Um, mm-hmm. I started watching Shrinking, which is on Apple TV. It's got Jason Siegel and Harrison mm. Ford yep. from the Ted Lasso people. Yes. It's a bit naff so far. Um Aww. 
it's about a, a therapist who is he's kind of going through some stuff so he decides to tell it like it is uh, which mm. mostly means he sort of shouts at his patients and it's it's just kind of stupid but okay i i can already tell i will be watching it and complaining about it each week uh, okay so you're going to keep watching it though so it's I, got yeah something? i think so yeah okay uh, you're going to let of, it give it an opportunity to uh yeah redeem itself yeah, yeah just out of curiosity if nothing else especially because harrison ford's in it you know what i mean yeah yeah he mm. seems to be sleepwalking through it a little bit so far weird but, okay um i finished watching extraordinary last night uh, oh good I, I watched the first episode yeah yeah I'm, i enjoyed it mm-hmm. i thought um it reminded me a lot of wedding season which is another disney plus comedy that's out i think september came out september 8th so no one watched it because uh, they were all distracted by other news on that day mm. less important what was than tv stuff obviously okay but um <laughs> yeah it, it kind of reminded me of that um i think yeah disney plus is shaping up to have a good good kind of UK slate of UK productions, originals. Um, and I'm... St- that was the day the Queen died, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Took me Just a second, thought sorry. thought everyone could Google that. <laughs> it doesn't fly straight into my brain as yeah. an Irish person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, like, the only reason I know it is because of <laughs> wedding season. No other Poor reason wedding at all. season. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for it. Funeral it, season, more like. Yeah, because it, it was quite a fun show. It's sort of... Um, it is to like rom-coms and action what mm. extraordinary is to superheroes and flat shows uh, okay but yeah so it's they have mm-hmm. kind of a similar sensibility we maybe we maybe have to get Stephen to watch it for back to the future yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe like in six months time or something yeah uh, and then <laughs> okay. i'm still catching up on happy valley um mm. i am will you be caught up by next sunday night yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay um I'm, I'm actually stopping it for the next few nights because I've been sort of enjoying watching them a couple of times. Yes. So I'm now saving a few yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. So where are you? Are you have you finished series two? I am part way through series three. I've seen ah. three episodes of series okay. three. So I'm two weeks behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So um so far so good. Yeah. Oh, it's weird that you've had yeah, you've kind of binged it because I love that it's linear, you know, but um mm. this is a conversation. I did think I should take a break for like two or three weeks or eight years between series yeah. two and three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have the time. Build up that anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been sat here for years waiting for series three <laughs> and you just fast forwarded mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, it's like, what am I going to do Sunday night while it's on? Like, should I get some champagne? Should I get like, <laughs> maybe not, probably not. I'd probably have a cup of tea like I always do. Um, but I'm so excited about it. Oh my God. Okay, cool. And anything else on your radar? Uh, no, not really. That's, that's pretty much it. I've been watching Wolfpack, which is like, uh, oh, yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar, um, uh, is werewolves this time, not vampires. Yeah. And the werewolves are doing arson, mm-hmm. as they do. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's not, you know, it's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Okay. We'll take your word for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw the first episode of Extraordinary. I thought it was funny. I must say it's definitely going to be my new filler thing. Um, I watched the first couple of episodes of Maternal that you previewed oh. a couple of weeks ago. And I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So far, so good. Um. I was just saying to Stephen there briefly before we came on the uh, podcast, watched episode three of The Last of Us last night, which aired on Monday night. 
And oh my God, it was so good. It was just like a standalone film. And if anybody's watching that, um, listening that watched it, I'm sure they'd agree. It was just, it was kind of off kilter, but it was so good. It could have Yeah, it looks like it's been quite divisive on the Twitter from oh, what really? I've seen. Oh, really? Some, some people have, I think, mostly been defending it, but they've been mm. defending it because some people have been complaining about it being, is it more of a bottle episode or sort of independent? Or? It's, I, I think. It, yeah, because it's it's quite a divergence. It's probably not a, not strictly speaking a bottle episode because it's it's probably quite expensive one to have done. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's I I did think when I was watching it first go around um, that it's very good, but it it felt quite early in the series to do such a big definitely sort of yeah divergence. And you could argue that it's sort of just shoehorned in there because the main character Joel, like. <laughs> you know he's on the periphery of the story it's not it's yeah. not a massively important well it may right. transpire to be more important yeah. at a later stage yeah. but at this stage of the story it's not a massively important part of his story it, so it it works quite well i think what am i saying when when they're kind of taken as a whole yeah okay because across the series there's a lot of these relationships that are okay. parallel to Joel and Ellie. Okay, yes. So so in that sense, I think it works quite well. But mm, there, yeah. To me, it was a commentary on, you know, we've had a lot of action in the first couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. And this third episode was about all the things we have to lose, you know, yeah. and what the most important things in life are. And if something like this happens. So it maybe moves the narrative to a different place you know it moves from yeah. action and scariness and killing each other and that kind of stuff to life and love and what it is to be alive so it's actually a kind of a juxtaposition to the rest of the content and it reminds yeah. you of why all of the things that went before this are shit and how the other things afterwards are going to be terrible too because this is the beauty of life you know but at points I was like you know, you are totally paranoid because you're like, this thing's going to happen and then it doesn't yeah. happen, you know, or whatever. And it's like, it keeps you on your toes. I think it was very good. I think it was well written. And uh, I would say I'm enjoying the series a hell of a lot more now after that episode. So even though it was good before, but now I think it's really good. Um, and the last thing I wanted to mention was a new thing I started watching last night on the recommendation of my sister called Physical 100 on Netflix. Have you have you watched this at all or heard no, of it? Okay. So it's a... Korean reality TV kind of game show comparable to Squid Games minus the death and dying and yeah murder etc so they've got 100 of what they would maybe constitute the most athletic slash strong physical strong people I suppose is the, the easiest thing to call them from Korea and they've put them into this competition and they're basically going to pit them against each other until there's only one person left. And they can say that this person is the most, um, is the strongest person or the most physical or the top dog, basically. So the first episode is kind of drawn out because they sort of semi-introduce you to every single character. Like they kind of say, give you their name and what they do. And the first kind of 20 that come in are very much like bodybuilders and CrossFit people and wrestlers and that. But then you get people like, gymnasts and there's a casino car dealer there's a movie choreographer there's a couple of dancers so there's lots of like in fact very recognizable people to the other contestants so like people who are olympians and there's an mma fighter 
And there's a couple of older people that are sort of very, very strong in whatever they do. And like, it's wild. So the first challenge was them all hanging off these bars so you could hang the longest. And obviously it's kind of an interesting way of sort of setting the scene of who is who is to be competed with or whatever, who are the top dogs going to be or whatever. There's about, I'd say there's about 20 women, maybe 25 women and the rest are men. But it was kind of surprising already last night, the people that were succeeding. So the recommendation I got, they'd seen a few more um, episodes and they said it kind of, that this was kind of a scene setting thing rather than a very competitive thing. As in, they're not competing against each other physically, whereas that comes along in a while. They're actually battling each other. So yeah, it was, it was, I watched the dubbed version, which was kind of terrible because there's only two people doing everybody's voices. <laughs> so I might try the, the I might try the uh, subtitles for the next one. But um, I enjoyed it. I laughed out loud a few times. So there you go. It's quite long. It's an hour. Was it meant to be funny or? Well, it's funny in that. Yeah. Like they say funny things like they're, no. you know, the, the the different participants kind of take the piss out of each other a little bit and stuff. But it's nice. We were when we were talking about it, my sister and I, we were saying, if you made this in America, it would be a completely different program. But the Koreans are also polite and nice to each other, generally speaking. They're, you know, and they're kind of encouraging of each other. Whereas if you did it in other countries, people would be like, you know, just hating on each other from the get go. So, yeah, worth a look anyway. I'll watch a few more episodes and let you know how it goes. So, yeah, that's uh, what we've all been watching this week. We better shivvy along now to uh, Alex. You're going to tell us about Nolly. This is Helena Bonham Carter's new drama. Tell us. Yeah, so this is an introduction, a preview to Nolly. Um, It is, yeah, a new Helena Bonham Carter drama um, and Russell T Davies drama. um, Oh, I didn't realise it was Russell T Davies. Yeah, yeah. It's bound to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So that was kind of of certainly like what drew me to it. um, So it is about Noel Gordon, Nolly to her friends. Uh, and she was a sort of presenter and producer, but primarily she's she's known as an actor. Okay. And she was the lead of Crossroads, uh, which was a soap that ran from 1964 to 1988. Uh-huh. Uh, and then briefly revived in the early 2000s, but that, that's a whole other thing. That doesn't matter. Okay. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of always like the, it, it was very popular, but it was like the second tier soap to, to Coronation Street. Yeah. Um, and it had a bit of a reputation for being sort of rubbish, cheap, <laughs> essentially, yeah. So okay. it was um, kind of set in a motel, so yeah. they'd have all these different guests. And uh, Noel Gordon was the the original star, sort of from 64, and she was the sort of the main character, the big lead character. Mm-hmm. Uh, until one day in in 1981, she was fired without warning, uh, very very unexpectedly. Oh uh, not not least of all to herself, yep. very unexpectedly. So this show is kind of looking at that, and it is trying to sort of sort of, I guess answer, answer why she was fired. Look at what her experience of that would have been, and try and uh, address the the reputation she's kind of got in the years since. Was it on the same channel? Was it an well, ITV? On, on ITV, yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was an ITV on AT- production. Yeah, pr- yeah, produced by ATV, which okay. was one of the local ones. But yes. yeah, eventually it was yeah. ITV proper. Yeah, so so this is kind of looking at that. It's about 
like an era of television where it was um, it was kind of too expensive to ever reshoot anything for them. So okay. they were recording it like as live. So it's mm. very very intense doing those recordings. Mm. Yeah, and it is was she, like we said. Was she quite a character uh, outside of work as well? Was she sort of a bit flamboyant and or yeah yeah a little bit. She was very exacting about mm. the work and very very precise which okay. is one of the things the show looks at okay uh yeah and it's very much sort of russell t davies kind of like like love letter to tv to soaps to okay all that. oh nice okay yeah uh, sounds the, interesting yeah so yeah. is it it's a drama it is it is indeed a drama a bit yeah, of humor three parts yeah. um and it is on itvx from from today, Thursday, 2nd of February. Did you say three parts? Three parts, three episodes, That yeah. is like music to my ears. Music yeah, to and, my ears, Alex. all available at once. Oh, well, yeah. don't care so much about that, but yes, I'm delighted. <laughs> three parts, hooray, hooray, hooray. Okay, cool, we'll check that out. Who, anybody else famous in it that we sh- we'd know? Uh, Mark Gates is in it as Larry Grayson, who mm-hmm. was another another entertainer, a friend of Gordon's. Uh-huh. And Con O'Neill's in it. Uh, from Happy Valley, he's playing. Um, oh. uh, he, he's playing the producer on the show. Okay. Who kind of comes into into conflict with Nolly at okay. times. Okay. Cool. Ah, yeah. well, you get your Connor fix then once Happy Valley is over this week. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Thanks, Alex. That sounds good. Stephen, let's go back to the future with you. You're going to tell us about Netflix's Criminal. Yep. Going back to uh, 2019, the first series came out, I believe. Um, so Criminal UK, um, because there were several international versions, Criminal UK is the version I'm looking at right now. It's this really stripped back psychological drama thriller series. Um, it's an anthology show um, set in a interrogation room of the Met Police. Um, I don't know, the, the Met's probably not the most popular uh sort of focus of a show right now but uh the series itself is is really interesting so it's i mean they are basically bottle episodes you you have was david a, tennant in one of them yeah okay yeah. so david I've seen tennant's it. in yeah. one yep. kit harrington is mm-hmm. in another mm-hmm. in his his first um post game of thrones role so it's okay. his first role where he doesn't have the john snow hair <laughs> okay um and uh, who else? Uh, Sandeep Singh is in another. Um, and Sharon Horgan. She's a great Irish actress um, that's in some good British shows. Anyway, it's set in an interrogation room uh, of um, of the Met. And each episode you have a suspect or a person that knows something about a serious crime, normally some sort of murder. And it's it's literally they're sat in, in the interrogation room opposite they're uh, detectives and they're being quizzed about the crime in question mm-hmm. and you, you see it from the perspective of inside the room and then the other side of the glass with the other team of detectives mm. sort of discussing you know how the interview's going and and um what what they've sort of learned and if they've given themselves away or whatever mm. and yeah each episode has some sort of twist midway through where suddenly the interrogation goes like down this different route and someone that maybe was a suspect or a victim you suddenly realize may have been more involved in the crime than Mm. they were at first letting on Mm. and yeah you can you i suppose you could watch them in 
any series you want, a bit like Kaleidoscope, in that they are just different crimes investigated each time. Mm. But there is a sort of chronology with the investigative team who sort of develop as the show goes on. And, okay. You know, some of the characters are becoming quite jaded by the work because it's it can be quite brutal and draining mm-hmm. um, and, and some people are really sort of live for it. Oh, yeah, David Tennant's in the first episode. So, I mean, I, I think he's one of my favourite actors, great Scottish actor. And he's he's suspected of, of killing his teen teenage daughter and he's like a respected doctor, ironically. And then, yeah, through the episode... You sort of you're, you're thinking, is he a grieving father or is he like a, a psychopath? Yep. Um, and you can see a lot of Des in, yeah. in that performance. Mm. And then, yeah, other episodes you have uh, Sharon Horgan, the the great Irish actress. She plays the head of an online like group that works to unmask uh, sexual predators. But then, what's her involvement and things take sort of dark turns throughout. And yeah, each episode is some sort of different horrible crime with some different person that's been involved somehow mm-hmm. does it ever um like, like if each episode has a sort of a twist does it ever start to feel like formulaic or repetitive or anything or it's formulaic yes um in the sense that you know each episode is the exact same set and the exact same cast of characters minus whoever they've switched in as the suspect but it doesn't necessarily feel repetitive or at least not repetitive in a bad way. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you would compare it to, but it's... I suppose that's what happens in interviews. Yeah. Things yeah, I mean, it's come a, on it's earth. It's procedural yeah. in some ways. Mm. and it, it Because, so one thing is there's three episodes in the first season and four episodes in the second. I think if there were 10 episodes each, maybe yeah. it'd be a different story, yeah. but it it feels like... It works with the number of episodes they have. Are they um, doing any more? Do you know? Or? I'm not. I don't think they've confirmed any more as yet. I think the last season came out in 2020, so okay. I don't know if they will. I know that they the international season, so they have Criminal France, Germany, and Spain, and they're all three episodes long as well. They all came out the same day as the first season of the UK one. They all came out on the 20th of September 2019, I think. Um, and they all use the exact same set as well. But it's cheap, isn't it? Um, yeah. I wonder. Like, I think I must have watched the first few, but not the second series. And then, mm. you know, which kind of says a lot in a way. I wasn't really looking out for it. And then the other thing is, it kind of seems to hinge a little bit on big stars doing the bit, doing the bad guy. Some bit. of the yeah, some of the episodes have people that I didn't recognise okay. as much, but I think the better the better episode, certainly, David Tennant's, I think, is yeah. the best. Okay. Um, but he is, I mean, yeah. another level. If, if, if they did make more, who would you want to see in it? Uh, I, I think it would be nice to take it in a different direction. Eddie Izzard. Have... Eddie Izzard. <laughs> well, I was going to say Simon Pegg, but yeah, Eddie Izzard could be pretty interesting as well. They'd be great. Mm. Um, but I think maybe Simon Pegg, or um, if we were going to go for like a more purely dramatic actor, um, oh God, it's difficult, you know. Um, David Tennant seems just, to be playing a lot of those characters these days, though, doesn't he? The yeah, well, straight yeah, man, question then, mark, you know, straight mm-hmm. guy, good guy. Did is you he, see is um, he? Yeah. Inside Man, the one with Stanley Tucci and him? 
No, I did not. That, I, I, did. I think, is probably one of his best performances in, yeah. in years and years. Yeah. Right. That's, like, that that programme was kind of weird. I wonder if that's going to come back purely because of the Stanley Tucci side of things. You know, like that he's that. Yeah. It's kind of t- parallel kind of stories, wasn't mm. there? You know, the David Tennant bit is kind of, without giving too much away, we kind of resolved, resolved, yeah. resolved that issue or whatever. But the Stanley Tucci bit wasn't resolved by any means. Mm. So... I think it seems open, open for more. Yeah. I'd watch more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but again, that's the role he plays in that. He's like yeah. a vicar who gets into trouble kind of thing. And it's I think like... that's probably the best iteration of that that he's done in a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah, the conflict, the inner conflict, etc. Okay, cool. So that is Criminal on Netflix, two series. Not sure if there's going to be any more, but definitely worth a watch by the sounds of things then. Definitely. No. Cool, cool. Okay. Uh, well, thank you both for all of that. And thank you to the listeners for joining us this week. Do look out for our Friday morning Screen Babble Weekend Watch, which will preview what to watch over the weekend and beyond. If you've any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on other platforms as National World. We'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back next week with more Screen Babble. Ciao. Bye. Bye.